My name is Jesse, and I work with small businesses in the government marketplace. You're listening to FedBiz5, where you get informed, get connected, and get results on everything government contracting. Welcome back to another FedBiz5 podcast. Uh, be sure to check out our previous podcasts wherever podcasts are heard. With us again today is Anthony Diatore from FedBiz Access. He is the king of the road and here today to discuss expiring contracts and what they mean to you. Welcome back, Anthony. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks again. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. What are they and what is the best way to approach them? Let's start with the premise that 70% of all federal contracts are recompeted. In other words, somebody has the contract, the contract reaches its the end of its contract term, could be a one in four or whatever, however it's written. But when it reaches the end of that contract, 70% of all federal contracts are recompeted. Now, you have to apply some logic to that, right? Because for instance, if you're a construction company and you were hired to build a barracks or something, well, that contract is probably not going to be recompeted. The building's already built. However, if you're a facility support company, like a janitorial company or something like that, well, that's an ongoing, that's going to be closer to 100% recompete, right? Because as long as the facility is there, that service is going to be needed. So somewhere when you look at the overall picture, it's 70% of all federal contracts are recompeted. Now, the, the idea of an expiring contract is it gives you an opportunity to reach out to uh, the contracting officer who happens to be in charge of that contract. Uh, typically, the date is reported, so you can say, you know, you could reach out three months ahead of time or something like that and say, look, I see this contract, XYZ123, is... Uh, scheduled for, you know, term, you know, to be completed on this date. Is that contract going to be recompeted? If it is going to be recompeted, how is it going to be recompeted? Um, and, uh, you know, you can, you can try to get your way into it if they're not happy with the current provider. That's an opportunity. Um, if it's time for them to change providers, that's an opportunity. So it, there is opportunity there. People do get contracts that way. However, there's something to be said. If you call a contracting officer and you say, I'm looking at this contract and it's, you know, it, it looks like it's set to expire this thus and such date. And I've done that before. And unfortunately, I've gotten pushback on that from the contracting officers because they say, well, no, it's not going to be recompeted on that date. Or it's not, or it's not going to expire on that date. Now, they may have been the one that put that date in originally, or maybe, you know, but that date is in there and it's on record. Well, that's a little problematic because now you're entering into a sort of a contentious conversation. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. And you don't necessarily want to do that. And a contracting officer, if, if you say, I'm calling about this contract, not solicitation, but a contract, and you, you give the number, if they're involved, they kind of have to talk to you. So my concern about following up, <clears throat> excuse me, on expiring contracts is that it could push you away from a buyer, uh, you know, from somebody who buys the services or goods that you provide. My feeling is maybe an entree using that contract but I, I certainly wouldn't beat that topic to death. I, I think that what I would do is I would approach it in such a way that 
I understand that I'm talking to somebody who buys what I sell. So I might say, you know, I was looking at this contract and I think that I can do it. It looks like it's set to expire here sometime in the near future. The date may or may not be dead on accurate. It's, you know, I got it from the Federal Procurement Data System. So let me ask you about that. Is that is that a contract that you think will be recompeted? If it is, I'd like to, you know, I'd kind of like to throw my hat and ring a hand of time, or at least let you know who I am. Here's my capability statement. Here's my, you know, and, and sort of engage that way where you're not pinning them to the wall and, and making them talk to you. Right. Right. I think that, and, and, and this way, what you're doing is you're utilizing the fact that they, you are talking to somebody who buys what you sell. So I think a gentler, softer approach, maybe use that as a way in the door, but then kind of quickly pivot to a gentler approach where you're actually trying to establish a relationship with somebody that you know buys what you sell. Right. Okay. So, you know, it sounds to me like it's more of a uh, a way to build a relationship. That is one of the benefits that you see with these uh, expiring contracts. I think so. So uh, what else do you think um, could be the big benefit? So I think that the, the value of an expiring contract is it, it does identify somebody who buys what you sell, um, so long as that contract is in line with what you do. Um, I think that it, the discussing the possibility of that contract potentially getting recompeted, but not being so hard and fast on the date that's in, you know, like the federal procurement data system or, or any of the other systems that you might use. I think that, you know, I think that there's an advantage to that. Uh, I know that people do get contracts that way. I think, though, that the long-term goal and, and the more uh, passive goal is to establish a relationship with that person, get your information in front of them, have a conversation with them about what you can provide and utilize that expiring contract as a way to get in that door to establish that relationship. Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, I can definitely see how knowing when a contract is set to expire and taking a gentle approach with the contracting officer uh, and building a relationship with that officer leading up to the expiring date of the contract would be beneficial in ensuring, you know, your hat is in the ring and you'll have an opportunity to compete for that contract. Yeah. And that's the way I see it. Yeah. And, and again, like there's there's different schools of thought on that, but that's that's my feeling about it. Excellent information. Thank you so much for coming on, and we will hear from you again. All righty. Thank you very much, Josie. Take care. And you please do the same. This concludes this week's episode of FedBiz 5, where you get informed, get connected, and get results. Today's podcast is sponsored by FedBiz Access, government contracting made simple. Visit them at fedbizaccess.com or contact them at 888-299-4498.